Yo, yo, Kirk is back. Kirk is back. And we we trying to kick his ass, right? So stay tuned. Love them church boys. We're going to preview Washington versus Vikes. Kirk versus Heineke. Stay tuned. Let's go. Command this podcast. You like that? What is up? What is up? What is up? What's up? What's up? We tell me that that was one of the greatest commercial sets of all time. That was a screen. Pick up the phone. Or a scary movie. Scary movie, but it was parodying the whole Budweiser ad. I just hey, yo, Duque, pick up the phone. Duque. <laughs> What's that? Oh, what a good... Well, I got to go watch that sometime. Got to go watch that sometime. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 159. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to another episode of Commandus. That was your boy, Dev, on the intro. We got your boy, Phil, in the upper right. And I'm your boy, Steve. Thank you for tuning in. Please go like and subscribe to the YouTube channel if you get a chance. And if you're watching this on Facebook or Twitter, go hit that YouTube page, even if it's on the retro, and go hit that like button. We really appreciate it. Tonight, we are we are uh, going to preview the Kirk Cousins comeback game back to Landover, Maryland. I don't know what he's going to be. I think it'll be very nonchalant. Has he ever come back here before since he left? Nope. This is his first time. We've gone to Minnesota, though. Yep. But he has not come back to FedEx Mofo Field. Uh, well, Kirk, wish I wish I could cheer for you, but I ain't. So here we go. We we got to lay it lay it out for you, and uh, we we gonna give it to you. X gonna what? give it to you. What? I said X gonna give it to you. You said we gonna give it to you first. I don't want to know. We we there. as in. The proverbial we as in the Washington Commanders. We Commanders. We and the word perv in there. I don't know <laughs> what's going on at Steve's house. Not a whole lot of anything except for kids' birthdays. My kid turns six today. so Happy birthday, um, little Leo. That's birthday, Jaron. Jaron. That's Jaron. Yeah, he turned six. So we're doing this party on Saturday and going to the game on Sunday. Not going to have a theme and shit? No. No theme. He's a gamer. He likes to play games. What's, what's he playing? He plays Call of Duty. He plays uh, Spider Man into the into the Spider Verse, and he plays the uh, regular Spider Man on PS4. He's beating both of them. He's six years old, man. I, I started letting him play GTA Five. I probably shouldn't say that publicly, but hey, uh, he can let him start playing Madden, so there'll be a limb that can beat me one day with my eighties. You know what I'm saying? I I don't think I've ever played you. Can't you can't win, man? I'm the greatest. I've never played. I'm not good at well, like, at all. Oh, I'm okay. I, I stopped caring like, about Madden. I'm okay at Madden, but like speaking Jesus. of which, I'm like Jesus, small J, man. Speaking of which, just got the word that there might be some Commanders esports stuff going on. A little Commanders esports action. So I'm gonna look into that. Got a hold of uh, someone from the group from the Commanders Sales Commander X Esports. Uh, they want some money for it. Eh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Anyways. 
Let's go. Marcus Edlin, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you Marcus. for the happy birthday. Thank you for the happy birthday, Marcus. Marcus, Marcus. Marcus. Just kicking it off. Here we go. Minnesota Vikings. So the Minnesota Vikings are six and one in the NFC North. Not good huh. for us. You saw that coming. Did not, but it, it sounds like they're finally putting the pieces together and having a complete season. So they are six and one. By the way, I said it covered. I said this was happening. I want all y'all to know this. It was, I predicted you, exactly this. I said, hey, man, if O'Connor goes to my Minnesota, Cousins is going to have his best year, and they're going to win the division. I told exactly that to Shotguns. He was pissed as a Green Bay fan. I said exactly <laughs> this to him. I got the text receipts to prove that. I told y'all. I told y'all, man. I didn't man. think they'd be 6-1 and one at this point. Man, yeah. I thought like, they'd win the division. Two, whatever, yeah, not takes, six and one. whatever it takes to win the division. Because I think I think Green Bay is going to end up still winning about – they're going to lose about three more games, I think, Green Bay will. And they'll win that. They'll win the rest of them. So Green, Green Bay is still going to win 10 games. Yeah, for sure, man. For yeah. sure. They, they played some demons, man, except for us. They playing some demons, man. They, Bills, they play Philly pretty soon. They'll lose that game and maybe one more. Just saying. You think so? Yeah. They got Dallas too. They got the Dallas. Bears. They got the Bears and fucking Lions twice. True. I mean, no, no. The Lions, <laughs> what the hell? But I'm just saying. And they traded Bears, Bears out here trying to make moves. They traded Hawkinson to Minnesota, who we played. Yeah, Lions, Lions don't care no more. Right, man. The yeah, Vikings like, we, care, we unfortunately. We done. But let's go ahead and review a quick quick overview of the the Vikings roster, their record. Um, so I said, like I said before, they're six and one. First to the NFC North, like that probably dri- drives shy guns crazy. Um, Kevin O'Connell, our former quarterbacks coach. Look at the other notable assistant, Greg Minuski, outside linebackers. H- how about that? Offensive <clears throat> coordinator, Wes Phillips. If I'm not mistaken, that's the son of Wade, Wade, Wade Phillips. Wade's son and Bum's grandson. And wasn't Wade Phillips our tight end coach for a hot yep. second? Nope, no. Wade Phillips. No, one of his sons was a coach on our team. Yeah, for sure. Because remember, there was a time when Wade Phillips was in the stands, and it was right around the time we were we thought Jay was going to fire. That was a tight ends coach, wasn't he? His his defensive coordinator, uh, Minuski. Minuski, and we saw Wade Phillips in the stands. West Phillips. West Phillips uh, was here. Yes, that's what I said. He was like a tight ends coach or something. I don't know. I don't remember that, but okay. I'll take your word for it. Because Wade Phillips was in the stands wearing Red, or Redskins gear all the time. We're like, oh, that's our next defensive coordinator. That's our next defensive coordinator. And then he doesn't hire him. And, and Wade goes off. I think he went back to tech, the Texans or the Broncos. He went somewhere to be a defensive coordinator, and they had a great defense. Yeah, if anyone remembers that, put that in the chat because I, I surely, don't, surely don't remember it. What's up, Yam? Yam says, Viking fans feel overly confident right now from what I've seen. But, well, first off, thanks for joining. I think they have every right to, in all honesty, for now. Uh, so, team stats, let's check it out. So, well, Go back up. Go back up. The first one that jumps off the page at you, at you is at the very top. What? Look at the expected win-loss. Four and three. Yeah, finishing out. So, I guess we'll see the rest of their schedule. Well, what that no, that's they they're saying expected win loss record up to this point is four and three, but they're six and one, which means that they're oh, they've, they've out. exceeded it. 
you're squeaking out close games. A lot yeah. of that's based upon your your point four and against differential. Yeah. Um, 14th of 32. But that okay. tells you they're not blowing teams out left and right. Yeah. Let's look at who they played so far. So, like like Dev said, they played the Packers. Um, 1-0, 123-7. Lost to Philly. So, that, you know, Philly's on fire. 7-24. The rest of the games, Phil, you're right. They were pretty close. 28-24 over the Lions. 28-25 over the Saints. 29-22 over the Bears. 24-16 over the Dolphins. That was a good win. 34 to 16 over the Cardinals. And then here we are at week, week nine for us. So you're right. It looks like they've been, they've been eking out some, some close games. All one score games. They're not, they're a good team that's been on the right side of some, of some proper bounces. Right. Um, and they don't really turn the ball over much. I mean, they have seven turnovers all year. Three of them came against Philly. Yeah. That's how they're winning is you know, they're, they're taking, they're, they're not, a risk-taking team. Yep. Yeah, Yam, Yam says the Vikings had a coach used to be our quarterback coach, and that was with yep. the Rams past two years. So remember, Jay Gruden's coaching tree is turning out to be pretty darn good. I hate to say that. Unfortunately, but, Jay Gruden wasn't. Yeah. And I remember, hate hating on the Louisville great, man. <laughs> Jay Gruden or Kevin O'Connell was the one who showed some progress with Dwayne Haskins. So he was the only one. And then he did – I think he did follow Sean McVay to, to L.A. and then got, a, got his own gig, so – here he is, uh, but that's the win loss record for the for the for the Vikings. Let's take a look at some of their their team conversions and stats. So their offense is ranked 18th in third down percentage. They are ranked ninth in defense on third down percentage and fourth uh, 21 in fourth down percentage. Red zone offense is pretty good, ranked fifth overall. Um, Kirk the Cousins red zone defense is very good. No, our Kirk Cousins. Our red zone defense is lit. Sixty-six percent, one seventy-five for two sixty-four, seventeen thirty-four, eleven touchdowns, five interceptions. So Kirk is doing Kirk numbers right now. Say that this is typical Kirk. <laughs> he's doing he's doing the damn thing. Here's the key, though. Here's the interesting thing. Like their offense looks pretty good. I mean, they're twelfth in the league, or sorry, eleventh in the league in passing, twenty-first running the ball. Uh, you know, but Dalvin Cook's been in and out as Dalvin Cook does. Uh, their defense is what's interesting though, because their defense is 29th against the pass. Yeah. Um, the the team stats are always you know kind of telling, especially now we got a decent sample size. Yep. You know, so that's something to consider is that no, you know they got they got you know the passing pass defense is not very good. Their pass rush is going to be a little limp coming into this game. No, Dalvin Tomlinson, Darius Smith may not play. So we'll see. Yep. Nope. Good points, Phil. All good points. Um, as you were calling that, I scrolled back up to their their offense and defensive ranking. So the defense, our defense would definitely have their work out, put out for them. Um, and the defense is not really at their strong suit too much, just like you said. Uh, but we, we saw Kirk Cousins' numbers. He's doing Kirk Cousins things, averaging two, two, 250 a game, 14 sacks, 100, 110 yards. Let's go down to the rushing stats. Dalvin Cook played seven games, 561, five touchdowns, averaging five yards a clip, 80 yards a game. And uh, Madison is their backup. He had a good spell relieving Dalvin Cook last year. But 
doesn't seem like he gets the ball too much. So they're pretty much a one one back attack. Uh, kind of not like unlike us. Looks we seem to have two two headed attack going on right now. But Kirk Cousins is not the rusher. Two touchdowns though from the quarterback position. Let's take a look at the receiver position now. We'll just separate by targets. Look at that. Justin Jefferson. 71 targets. My gosh. That's crazy. He is almost he is um uh, almost 33% of their targets. Yep. All right. Yeah. That that's that tells you a lot. Well, look at Thielen. Uh he's I mean, he's battled some injuries. He hasn't been healthy this year. Uh, 50 targets, 35 receptions, 351. Look at the touchdowns spread out, though. Two, 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 one, yeah. one, one. Yeah, that's uh, a Kirk. That's that's a Kirk thing. That is a Kirk thing. He 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 likes to do that. Let's go to these comments. Yam says the Vikings are a mirror image of us. Good D mid O managed to pull out one possession W's. Balls bouncing lucky. The O just does enough to win. That's true. But one thing they can say is Kirk Cousins is a franchise quarterback. Like it or love it, leave it. He's a franchise quarterback, and he was on this team for a while. He's not anymore. Thanks, Bruce. Uh, Aaron Scherer, what's up, bro? Said, don't tell don't tell Turner that, Phil. He will have Heineke pass 65 times. <laughs> yes. I don't, think, I don't think Scott has it in him to do that to Taylor. Uh, it's Scott Turner, so let's not let's not jump ahead of ourselves. He hasn't stuff. done it with Taylor right. before. Yes, Yam says the Vikings are really good against the run. One of the worst red zone defenses. He says if we can run on them, we can lock the game down. Yeah, I believe that's kind of been. A, I don't know if it's just because we're comfortable with the Redskins days of the old of running the ball, but it's, it it's, works. It worked. That's what I was about to say. It works. It doesn't not work. You control the clock. You keep the other team off the field. Unless, a lot, a lot unless of you're a Kansas City who uses the pass game, they use that horizontal pass game a lot as an extension of the run game. Like Brady, like Brady did when he was and in New like England. Like Brady used to in, in yeah. New England. Unless you're one of those types of teams, running the ball works. Yep. And you know, at the same time, I mean that used to be the New England mentality is that you could plug and play any running back back there. They'll they'll do all right because they're not asked to do much. Aaron Share, run the dang ball. Miss Tui from the blind side. Keep cousins off the field. That's right. And I wonder if that they're gonna if we're gonna put uh, BSJ on Justin Jefferson. That'll be something good to watch for too. Uh, Marcus said they move Jefferson around. He's mostly in the slot. So I don't know if oh, that wild wild goose. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, I'm definitely got Richard. I definitely got Jefferson in fantasy football. This oh week. yeah, pick Jefferson now. up yeah. in fantasy. Oh, yeah, man, oh, do it. He's going to my three. Definitely worth in. the salary. Wild. Time. We're gonna. It means we're gonna see wild goose shit against Justin Jefferson, who might be the best receiver in the league right now. Yeah, Justin Jefferson. Rem- do you remember when we did the top top five Tuesday wide receivers uh, going back into our off season? I had Justin Jefferson as the number one receiver in the NFL. I think I, I have a number five. I don't. I think I have it somewhere. No, I have it a different platform, but um, yeah, maybe I'll pull that up before, the, before we finish this pot out. Uh, Joe Harris, welcome to the show. Said we need pressure on Kirk. Yes, we do. Let that front four eat without having a blitz, and let's put him in the ground in, in FedEx Field. Let him feel the Kurt, uh, Kurt. the Commanders. Let him feel the Don't turf. Hurt, new Kurt, turf. What's up? I said hurt Kurt, but I took it back. Don't hurt Kurt, man. <laughs> 
Just be, leave, let him, don't don't injure him, but you can yeah. hurt him. There's a yeah, hurt Kurt, don't injure Kurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. I'm down with that. Um, Yam says well, I was skeptical, but Stoner brought up that teams outside outside of like the top four and five with standout quarterbacks are going to run more and more, and things are shifting to that again. Yeah, that's true. Are we going to see a resurgence of running backs back in the NFL again? I hope so. I don't know. I sure wish. I wish we would. Uh, so this is the this is the receiver core. Um, let's go by yardage here. Oops, messed that one up. Receiving yardage, 752, 351 for Adam Thielen, who's really fell off. But there it is. I don't think, you know, outside of those top two. Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen would probably be the top receiver on our team, bro. Better Over Terry? Terry? How many receptions nah. Terry got? Terry's in the 40s at least. Terry's a byproduct of our of our quarterback play, though, and the offense. But we you know say, what? We say that we say that every year, but I remember Case Keenan uh, sent Thielen to the Pro Bowl, bro. I ain't trying to hear it. Yeah, before, <laughs> you know, they, had, before they had uh, I mean, Jefferson. I was just saying. He, I was just saying. Adam Thielen's been in a Pro Bowl or two. Right, Terry I'm McLaurin gonna... has 33 catches for 500 right, yards. Right. So secondary receiver on. Hold on. on hold on. More. Hold on, though. That's because he's only had 53 targets, too. Uh, so, 50. You know, 50. Still he has more. 53 targets. Now, he got Curtis 50. Daniel has the most targets in our team with 62. Right. Again. And he has 42 catches. But he's Again. only averaging about 9.3 a catch. Again, you can't say Thielen fell off when he pulling the numbers better than McLaurin. Terry's averaging 17 yards a carry. Uh, uh, a catch. Yards a yeah, catch. yeah, yeah. I ain't saying he's better. I'm just saying. Yeah. No, I see what you're saying. He's got more receptions. They also have better quarterbacks. Let's be honest. Kirk is better than Carson, and he's better than 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 Taylor. It's not even a question. Sure. Not even a question. Sure. Although right. our pass distribution is interesting because they have, you know, they have three wide receivers and a tight end, all with over 20 catches. Right? We have two wide receivers and two running backs, all with over 20 catches. That so is, that is crazy. Have, now Jahan Dotson, if he hadn't been hurt, would probably be up there too. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. He'd He'd have more touchdowns. Let's flip over to the defensive side of the ball for them. Um Is let's go for ball? INTs. They got Harrison Smith, who's a you know, it's no secret. He's a very, very good safety. And you know, he's he's Pro Bowl. He's he's, he's got three interceptions right now. So Patrick Peterson with the 10 pass defenses, man. Jeez. Yeah. Still got it. Jordan Hicks, linebacker, got a, got, a, got a pick in there. Let's go to their past deflections, Patrick Peace and Harrison Smith. There you go. Um, solo tackles. Let's go to combined tackles. Jordan Hicks, Eric Kendricks, the former Philadelphia linebacker, if I'm not mistaken. Is that Eric Kendricks? That's Michael um, Kendricks. You're Michael Kendricks. That. Okay, so different guy. But no one seems to be tackle machines. I think Cole might have him beat out on some of the tackles. Um, sacks, Zadarius Smith, who is a good linebacker. He's eight and a half. The next second person is Daniel and he Hunter. is hurt. Daniel uh, Hunter, but uh, Harrison Phillips. Harrison, Harrison Phillips, yes. Yeah, that guy might be the one of the best tackles in football, bro. He's what I'm thinking of. Am I tripping? Not, you're not talking about the safety Harrison Smith, right? No, defensive tackle Harrison Phillips. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a space eater in the middle. Yeah, yeah he's like sure. a legit nose tackle. Yeah, guys like that never go to the Pro Bowl, man. But as far yeah, as those Dalvin go, Tomlinson, both, but Dalvin Tomlinson is out. Wow. Yeah, and 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 Zadarius Smith may be out, which puts a lot more pressure 
on uh, Patrick Peterson. No, on anybody on on defensive front seven. Yeah, but fellas, in your words, so that's what we've seen so far. Uh, Phil, I'll start with you. Who do you think that the 2022 Vikings are? We went over their stats, we went over their win losses, got some numbers. What you think, man? They're almost elite. They have some deficiencies that can be exploited. To, you just have to be good enough to exploit them. Um, they're resilient. They win. They've won a lot of their games by one score. So you you let them hang around. They'll hang around and they'll 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 win something. But also the Vikings are not very good at putting teams away. So if they let they can let teams hang around, they've gotten away with it. And uh, as we know with our current quarterback, you don't let them just hang around because things happen. Yeah. Things happen. There's it's it's weird. It's the it's it's weird because Kurt is a better quarterback than Taylor Heineke. I know a lot of people don't want to hear me say that, but it's the proof's in the pudding. Uh-huh. Yep. But they're almost the inverse of each other, especially when it comes to crunch time. If the game's close, who's more likely to make chicken salad out of a chicken shit situation? I'm going to still say Kirk. The only time Kirk chokes is on Monday Night Football, man. Every other time, prime time, he does. He has a pretty yeah, good Kirk record on Thursdays. Greatest, Kirk has the greatest comeback in franchise history. I'm saying Kirk, 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 Kirk also, has a lot of comebacks, man. I also remember Kirk in that game against the Giants Monday. over and over. A defense that played horrible all year came up with stops, and he couldn't get anything going. Man, we were playing. Um, and that was not Monday Night Football either. That was a 4 o'clock game. I really, and I like Kirk. I like Kirk. I liked him when he was here. Everyone I had a wagon a little bit before others did in 2015. After a couple games, I said, you know what? You can do something with this guy. And we've seen that. I didn't want him to go, especially when the replacement was Alex Smith. But I think that even though Kirk is a better quarterback, if this game's close, Somebody's got to lead their team down the field in the end of the game. And I almost feel like that's where Taylor could shine. This is going to be an interesting game because of the fact that you have two guys. You have one guy who will play mediocre all game, but will hang around and do something great at the end. You have another guy who will play great all game. And if it's close, the other team's hanging around may not be able to finish the deal. He may not be able to close. Yeah, what do you think? Who who are the twenty twenty two Vikings in your in your in your uh in your uh, mind? they they should have an explosive offense, man. Jeez, uh Cooks, Jefferson, Thielen, Kirk, Hawkins, whatever what's his name, Hawkins Stein. Hawkinson, they just picked Hawkinson, up. yeah, that guy, man from the Lions. Jeez, man, Osgood. Rick likes his tight ends, man. He did well with Kyle Rudolph till he got old, and they and then he ended yeah. up changing teams. They upgraded Irv from Irv Smith. Yeah, Irv Smith's not a bad tight end at all. Straight up, you're right, man. They got a Madison backing up Cook. Yeah, man, they got a they got a. You let them jump out on us early, we, we could be in some trouble. 
Yeah. Um, hopefully our bend but don't break defense. The good thing about us, we only rush for us who could drop back eight on that. Or however many drop was it seven? I'm kidding. Yeah. With the Kentucky public school. But we drop we drop guys into four or whatever, like we normally do, cover four. I, I hope that's what we do the whole game. Just sit and hope he makes a mistake. Uh and stop the run. That seems to be the success for us. But I think Minnesota's a good team. I'm not sure on if they're I'm not intimidated them as defense. I think that if our guys do their job up front and catch the balls and make the right passes, that we could we could get off on them as well. I think we could put points up on them, especially – have we heard anything about Dotson? Is no, I, even, I'm going to go over the injury report here in a second. Okay, well, if Dotson plays, Thomas plays, um, Chase Young might even sneak on the field here or there, I think – I'm not that scared uh, of their defense. Okay, that's fair. Aaron Scherer says, if we can rattle Kirk, we will win. Bring the heat with the front four. Run the ball. Just don't let off the gas. Yeah, don't play with that loser mentality. Man, play to wild, win the game. Wild Goose going to get cooked, bro. <clears throat> Yam says, more teams are going to backfield committee style, which I prefer. It keeps things fresh and guys healthy. And you don't got to – and then you might not get a star – uh, running back look at dallas they're doing it with zeke and pollard we got robinson gibson uh you're wow. you're seeing it you're seeing it more and more uh yam says i wish we had Jahan back but i don't want him rush back either we'll get to the injury report right after this marcus says kevin o'connell is a better play call than scott turner so my question is does kevin o'connell call the plays for minnesota i, I don't know i'm guessing he does but is i don't that, know is sure. that phillips son he's I offensive think... coordinator right He's the offensive coordinator, yeah. yeah I maybe. think if he doesn't call the plays, I know that he is directly running that offensive show. Like, that is his offense. Yeah, He doesn't delegate the way Ron does. Yeah, I don't think that uh, Scott Turner is bad. I, I, just th- I think that his inexperience shows when he should not be inexperienced. Question, fellas. Do you think Kevin O'Connell's offense and Matt LaFleur's offense are derivatives of Jay Gruden's offense? Because they definitely. came out of his system. 100%. They're derivative of Jay Gruden's offense. With definitely. their own little tweaks, you know. No, here's the thing. All right, because it's all derivative of, first of all, it's derivative from Sean McVay. Right. The thing is that Jay, what Sean did when he left is that he took Jay's offense Made it better and simplified yeah, the shit out of it because Jay was needlessly complex because he didn't know what he was doing. Right. Got better players in it too. We're being honest. Ah, I mean, look, 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 look at Green Bay's, look at Green Bay's no, offense. Look at Green Bay's I'm offense gonna, with an all-pro receiver in it and won't no, it. No, hold on. Yeah. This is the I same mean, offense. This is the same offense that nearly went up with three one thousand yard receivers, right? With yeah. Kirk throwing the ball to Deshaun, to Pierre, and to Jamison Crowder. Yeah. Um, Still out better than Odell Beckham, the white guy down there that's at Motsi. Cooper Cup. If we had an average defense in 15 and 16, those are back-to-back 11 win years easily. I would just say if we had if we had uh, your boy, that Cooper Cup, and uh, Odell Beckham, and Allen Robinson, you know, whatever. And, and uh, Allen Robinson is doing shit this year. Eh, eh. I, I know at the beginning of the season he wasn't doing too well, but he's been pretty good here lately. At least well, they ain't winning. Rams are struggling. 
Rams are struggling. Cody Jones says, say it, Phil. Kirk is better. What up, boys? He knows Kirk's better. Yam says, I don't think Kirk is a quarterback that will take you to the promised land, but he's still better than anything we've had since him. 100%. Son, I saw Trent Dilfer win the Super Bowl. Anything is possible. You know, I, Marcus, Marcus said, Allen Robinson has a whole 22 catches for 224 yeah, yards. He hasn't done anything. I mean, he's Mar- a third receiver. Marcus says, I like Kirk Cousins too, but I felt BA should have traded him on the fr- Bruce Allen on the first franchise tag because he didn't want to be with Washington. Yeah, we messed that one up seven ways to Sunday. Man, I, I said I don't know. It's not that he didn't want to be here. He didn't want to play with Bruce Allen as you know, constantly like yeah. not wanting to pay him money. Man, they said that they said that Kyle Shanahan offered them the first round pick, which would have been number two overall for that motherfucker dog, and they didn't trade him. They were talking about it on Kevin Sheehan, I think today. I just want to know why. Like Why they said, they offered a, a number two overall, and I think right. somebody else offered another first round pick, and they still didn't trade them. Man, they, they, they wanted, they, offered they, a first round pick for Trent and didn't trade him. Bruce wanted, Allen, Bruce, this is all Bruce Allen. Bruce, Bruce Allen, Allen, man. I, I know we're going to talk about everybody's least favorite person, but I'm telling uh, you, that, that person Bruce, is always man. number two to me. Number one will always be Bruce Allen. I think Bruce Allen, it, it literally. Is is Satan? Um, <laughs> I, I, I hate the guy. I can't Satan. stand him. A lot more smoking guns as to what's happened in the past ten years. Of this organization point to him than anyone else. We're not going to get into all that. Yeah, we. It's weird. The weird thing was this thing always perplexed me. They didn't want to pay Kirk, but they wanted compensation like they had been paying Kirk. Right, like. You want you won't give you devalue the guy when he's here, but if you're gonna send him out somewhere else, you're going to overvalue him. By the right? way, by the way, Kirk it doesn't work that way in the NFL because everybody knows. Kirk has never missed a game as a starter since he's been a starter, except for the one they made him leave for COVID when he wasn't even COVID positive. Yeah. That's the only game he's ever missed since he's become a full time starter. It's like seven out of eight years. He's played every game. He's durable as hell, and he was taking beatings. And, he don't, and he's not one of the guys that fall on the ground when the sack's coming like Brady. No, he takes you know? the hit. Yeah, he takes the hit, man. I've, all, I've always respected Cousins. I've always thought we could do better than Cousins. But I always was cool with Cousins. Like, if Cousins was the best you could get, don't settle for less than Cousins. That was my whole thought. You know what I'm saying? I like Cousins, though, man. I'm a Cousins fan, man. Yeah. I always call. I always said Russ was. I always said he was as good as Russ. Ha ha! Jokes on y'all now, right? Y'all still want to have that Russ versus Kirk Cousins discuss discussion? Ha ha ha! ha that ha, conversation ha, changed I this told year. Y'all, I told y'all that conversation changed this year. It didn't change before this pro, year. You take those Pro Bowl receivers away, man, and the Legion of Doom. That dude is Kirk. I mean, the Legion of Doom been gone for years, right? And he ain't been in the playoffs but once since they left. And he only had what DK for a year, right? Man, he had DK just as long as Kirk's had Jefferson. So I mean, I don't want to. That's what I'm trying to say, man. They both got two Pro Bowl receivers. It's not an excuse. But hey, we're, we're not talking about that. I'm digressing. Yeah, Russ is going off on a weird, 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 weird tip too. Nah, but man, he's, he might be he's just a weirdo. He Mr. Always- Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited. Marcus said, we had Deshaun Jackson, Pierre, Jameson, and Jordan Reed, and we had top five weapons. We did. And we still managed to squander that away somehow because we had no defense to back it up. Yam says, Dad, when you remixing the Everything is Awesome song from the Lego movie? 
I haven't seen a Lego movie. What? Everything is awesome. People were singing that at my work. I'm more I'm more of a death note. I'm more of a death note. I'm more of a death note kind of guy when it comes to animation. Did y'all by the way watch the Simpsons Death Note tribute? Pretty good. No. <laughs> I did not see that, but that's interesting that they did that. It is actually. Animation what? is on point. Let's get into the uh, injuries, injury report for today. We'll start with the commanders. Jahan Dotson did not practice on Thursday. Still nursing that hamstring. Cole Holcomb did not practice. David Mayo did not practice. J.D. McKissick did not practice. His neck, that must be a holdover from last year. He had a neck injury before. Logan Thomas was limited. Shaka Tony was limited. Jonathan Allen was full. Tyler Larson full and Cole Turner was full. So it looks so like Kirk, so, so is Chase going Chase, you think he's going to play? No, not this game. Mm. I don't think he is. He's Man, just doing individual Russ drills. Sounded like, Russ Coppin sounded like he might be out there, bro. Man, they need it one more week, I think. They said he's not quite looking as explosive as he did before. He's got to get in football shape. Just yet. But, wow. Yeah. And then look at the Vikings. They're pretty thin on the injury report. Uh, Jalen Naylor. Didn't practice. Dalvin Tomlinson didn't practice. Their defensive lineman, cornerback Cam Dancy. Hey I'm 45 years old, but that's just small as hell. How are you seeing it? Z'Darrius Smith was full practice today. Oh, he got Adam upgraded. Dillon okay, because he was practice today. He was so. a DNP Tuesday. Yep, and then he must have, he was limited on Wednesday. So that's the injury report. We'll see what happens. Yeah, says we are banging up for this game. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's any worse. I mean, at least we have some offensive linemen where it's been worse. I don't, in the past. Think, we, I don't think we win if everybody was there. Yeah, Just keep it. <laughs> <laughs> we do better when we don't have we don't have the people. Unless you going unless you can bring the ghost of Sammy Ball back out there. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Yeah. Well, let's go to the next one, Dev. We'll start with you. Players that we should be watching for on the Vikings from offense and defense. Vikings uh, offense uh, obviously is Jefferson. That's the man, JJ. Um, that dude is nice. Nice. Um, defense. Again, man, uh, and he's not going to ever show up in the sack totals, but the defensive tackle, man, he he uh, he eats up space, and we have a horrible interior offensive line. And, I, and I'm, I'm just concerned that he'll shove um, – what's his name? Howell, what's his name? The, uh, the left guard. Fucking kid. Norwell? No, well, shit, I'm tripping. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to shove him uh, eight yards back into the quarterback every play. That dude's susceptible to a bull rush, bro. I, I'm i just scared of that. Other than that, I don't, I'm not too scared of the defense. I've seen what um, Terry's done to number one with corners. Seen him do it to Alexander for Louisville, and I've seen him do it to the kid in uh, – I do think we, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something because you're talking about Harrison. You're talking about Harrison Phillips, right? All Big right. dude, man. No Dalvin Tomlinson next to him though. It's kind of like Payne without uh, Allen or Allen without Payne, right? But they run mostly a three line set. That dude starts. Both of them start. Oh, really? Dalvin Tomlinson playing? started seven all seven games this year. This is the first game oh. he's missing. Man, I just want to see it. I hope we hold up. Yeah. What about you, Phil? Players to watch. <sighs> On offense, player to watch is going to be Kirk. Kirk. I say this because as Kirk goes, 
the Vikings offense goes this season. Um, so he's the man to watch. Seven and one on on defense. I'm going to say that the guy to watch is going to be Harrison Smith. Yep. If Harrison Smith is taking away the pass, you know, and doing everything he needs he can to take away the passes that Taylor wants to throw. We're going to see a lot of what we saw against the Colts. It's going to be a lot of five-yard dump-offs, you know, which is efficient in terms of your your completion percentage, but you're not moving the ball. Right. So that Harrison Smith on defense is going to be a big key for for us if we want to have any hopes of pass of the passing game. We need to be able to get passes off down the field that are away from him. Yep. I'm with you. I, I, I kind of agree. I'm going to – I'm torn between Kirk and Justin, but I'll say I'll kind of roll with both of those. And then same thing with Harrison Smith. He's my guy to watch for on, on defense as well. Uh, Cody Jones says, Nora was dinged up early on. He looked way better last week. Yam says, I really feel like if we drop this game, it's kind of over for us already. I know I felt that way when we were 1-4, and four, but just looking at the schedule our, and our chance to compete for the – Wild card looks down. Well, yeah, we gonna lose drop two in a row, big dog. I don't know. You might as well get ready to call it over because we get to drop two in a row. Now we might we might win two after that, but Man. we definitely drop it two in a row. It's you not never over. Know with Taylor Heineke. It's you not over know. if we do drop it two in a row. Though, you never know. It's not over in this. Everybody's the same record, bro. We got the same chances as everybody else. If we lose yeah. two in a row, the other teams might lose two. Also, you don't know. Aaron Chair says, Cook, Jefferson, and Kirk on offense. I'm not worried about the defense of the Vikings. Okay, that's fair. Hey, real quick, we talked about it before we started. This is our wide – oh, sorry, that's not it. Wah, 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 wah. I have the um, – I'll put it here up in a second. The top five wide receivers we did in the offseason, if you guys remember. Check it, check it out. This is what we did in the offseason. I don't even know what, what the date was of it, but we did it. What, what was I thinking? No Jefferson? I don't know, Dev. I can't. Man, I can't hold on. But I'm, I'm wondering, before the season started, though, who would I have taken off? I don't yeah, know. Andre Hopkins. Hey, well, we really? go back and watch the YouTube from this past I, I, would, I told y'all he wasn't top five. Top five NFL wide receivers. Man, DeAndre Hopkins still bombing up this year. He just came Devont- back. Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. He's came Kirk back like two weeks. I didn't even have Diggs in my what, top five. What's Hopkins' numbers look like for two weeks? He's been killing, I think, for two weeks. Yeah. I mean, I'm still going to Hopkins in the top five. Actually, I, hold on. My question is, what has Devontae done? To, I haven't paid attention to, to the – He's, not, he's uh, still getting, he's still getting Las, 15 – Las Vegas Rodgers. He still gets about 15 targets a game, though. Yeah. The none. None. Right, so turn off my – Anyways, thought I'd uh, just flash that up there. All right. Commanders win if Phil. Let's go to you and those in the chat. Let us know. Put in the chat right now. Commanders win if. Let's talk about it. Phil, go ahead. You dominate dominate time of possession. You you can't. This, their offense is too good to leave on the field. So you have to you know for you had to make the one dimensional right. You can't let Dalvin Cook be a factor in the game. All right. So. And our run defense may be able to do that, especially because we tend to do better against one-back teams, teams that feature one-back only. And I think you're going to see uh, see that. 
So it's a matter of can the defense hold up against the pass? At least bend but don't break. If you allow field goals instead of touchdowns, you could be in this. On defense or on offense, we need to control the clock too. Um, and you, it's going to have to involve the passing game. They have a top 10 run defense, right? You have to run the ball, not necessarily for gaudy yardage, but run efficiently. And you're going to have to utilize that passing game to move the chains. You have got to keep the ball out of Kirk's hands, keep it in Taylor's hands. Taylor has to keep the ball in his own team's hands and not in the opposing team's hands. And I think you have a chance to take one away here. That's fair. That's fair. All right. I'm going to say commanders win if, oh man, this is tough because their offense is much harder than defense. So commanders win if Steve and I show up to the game. Oh wait, we're our, we, we're going to be yes, there. We are going to be there. I'm going to say commanders win if we can keep Kirk under 225, keep Kirk under 225. And, yeah, it's not happening. I know. And, uh, under don't let Dalvin Cook. Don't let Dalvin Cook get into the game because you know Dalvin Cook is a great running back. He's very one dimensional. He is very one dimensional. But once he gets going, no, I was saying it, keep them one dimensional. Oh, keep them one dimensional. Yeah, I'm not saying put it in Kirk's hands, but you just gotta. Man, I don't have a. I don't have a good 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 phrase for for Commanders win if. I mean, I would say just keep keep Kirk in check. That's all, that's what you really got to do. Make him run the ball, which we're pretty good at at stopping so far. And if we can keep the pressure up with just the front four and not have to blitz, that lets coverage go go much better. And then we can get these coverage sacks by the front four. So it's working out. I like to see us get some sacks and like get home, not just get hurries, get home. You know what I'm saying? Kirk isn't as we've been accustomed here these last few weeks of going against very mobile quarterbacks. Kirk is is slightly mobile, but he's not as mobile as these other guys we've been seeing lately. Like he's mm-hmm. touchable. I, I think you know we need to get home on some of these, and we need to get some of these interceptions. We need to get some turnovers this game. I love the way we uh, capitalized on our turnovers last game. We need to get turnovers this game for sure. That's the only way I think we win. And turnovers. I think now they're going to put up here's too something. many points for them not to get turnovers. Cody says, "Commanders win if it's got <laughs> to get hit by a bus." We don't want that to happen. By the way, <laughs> Lord bless Scotty. Uh, um, here's something, here's something that uh, it's Scott, if you're listening, read between the lines, you know what I've seen Kirk Cousins do that Taylor Heineke has done run a goddamn quarterback, uh, end around. All right. I remember that Detroit game where, uh, Kirk goes, fakes RPO and then just runs around end completely naked run. And gets like 20-some yards. Yeah. Right? Haven't seen Taylor do that. Saw that speed option last week. That was a nice little wrinkle. But we got to get something in there where at least once or twice, Taylor just tucks it and runs. You know, nobody's keying on that. Nobody's keying on it. Every time they, they do the inside uh, RPO or they do a the little read option run, he hands it off every time. And the defensive end is crashing down hard every time. All right. Preston Smith did that a lot in the Green Bay game. He never, never looked at Heineke the entire time. Anytime he did a little inside handoff where he kind of looks like he's about to possibly pull it back, Preston Smith's running down the line. He is not coming at Heineke at all. Right. 
defenses aren't respecting that. So you got to call it once or twice. Even if you don't get any yards out of it, you got to get the defense thinking. Yep. Straight up. Straight up. Yam says, Commanders win if Jack Dorio gives up less than three big plays and our offense on the field for more than their offense. That's true. Right. Absolutely Aaron says, right, have yeah. a game feed up for the game. I mean, we'll have a live thread up. In the- Dude, <laughs> we need no to do more. like we need to do commentary for a game once, just once this year. We can we, uh, we like- can do a we can do a we can do a full live stream for the game. We'll the only thing is we all be watching the game in different time zones. We are, we are. Zone. So what we could do is I could I could stream the game from my from my Verizon account up to the screen, and then we all watch it on the live stream together. No, you that way. You're gonna get sued. You're gonna get you're gonna get sued for that, bro. Oh really? Right, you can't do that. We, we, uh, can, we, we can sit here and talk the while the games. Then. Yeah, we can talk while the game's on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, then we'll all be like on different, different. Yeah, right. Let's see. Marcus says key offense. Uh, Taylor Heineke, don't be Brett Favre. Uh, defense get pressure with the front four or five. That's true. That's true. That's true. Cody says sorry, Phil Scott. You don't run even with the mobile quarterback. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Scotty doesn't know. Scotty I'm telling you, I'm, I'm saying this for the first time, I think, but I think Washington needs to do in our season, man, is offer Lamar Jackson $250 million and offer them the two first rounds of the franchise fee for him coming over. I mean, Who? you got to, you got Lamar. He, he'll be a, they're going to franchise him. Dude, I would they're going to franchise him. They're going to franchise him. I paid the penalty, bro. You're not going to find somebody that can change your, Destiny in in a in a day, yeah. Like that guy, yep. like I would do it. All right, let's go predictions, score predictions. But first and foremost, before we do that, let me see what the Vegas odds are. What do they open up at? Uh, we are in week week nine. Let's see what they're giving the Commanders for week nine. So Vegas has which games? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is she? Here we go. Vegas Insider. Someone okay. The Vikings are opening up at minus three. Minus three. So minus three at FedEx Field. So they're definitely a a favorite. Yep, that's about touchdown favorite at home. Excuse me, at home for us. So with the Vikings having a minus three advantage coming into FedEx Field, let's go predictions. Dev, what you got? Oh, by the way. I don't have the I don't have the over under. I'll get that. Dad, what you got predictions? I'm gonna go Minnesota 27, Washington 14. 27 14. I hope I'm wrong. 27 14 myself, Minnesota. I will get myself a Glock Dookie award. I hope I'm wrong though. <laughs> it, that, that's not that's not Glock Dookie worthy. Now, if you would have said something else like, 40 to like nothing, Washington wins 27 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that would be Glock Dookie worthy, but that's not a bad prediction. That's not that's nothing crazy. I hope um, we win, man. I mean, I do too. I think everyone wants us to win. <clears throat> By the way, if we win, not this week, but if we win next week, especially man, Heineke's not coming out the lineup. I don't give a shit how we win. If we win, if we beat the Eagles, Heineke's not coming out the lineup, bro. No, he's not. All right, so oh my goodness, oh my goodness, hold on, clicking on that maybe maybe okay there we go. So right there you see the point spread minus three over under forty three and a half. So you're not too far off, Dev, with your with your over under either. So Phil, what do you got for prediction? 
I am going to say uh, 27 23 Vikings. Um, it'll be close. It's a weird feeling that the Taylor Magic will die somewhere around the Viking 30 late. Something will happen, and all hell is going to break loose on you know Commander's Twitter and in Facebook groups and everything. Um, that's fair. Yeah, because you know the people who say, "Well, he's limited," like see, and the people who think that he's Jesus Christ reincarnated, they'll blame everyone in existence uh, except for for Taylor. Okay, uh, <laughs> but twenty-seven, twenty-three Vikings. All right. So, um, actually, you know what? No, no, no. I'm no. changing this. Changing it. Changing it to what? Twenty six, twenty four Vikings. I don't. Oh I don't shit! Do it's a close game. I'm going to make it an even closer game because my whole point is they're not going to cover. Okay. Mm. So they won't cover the. But you want to watch it? I, I want to ruin people's days. They won't cover, but if you take the over, I think you'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, Aaron says 14-14, Texan Eagles tied at halftime. How is that possible on on with Davis Mills and no Brandon Cooks? Hey, How is that possible? Seriously. You ain't – uh, you looking past them. I don't know, but you know what's funny? Houston, it's a tie game, right? You know what the win probability for the Eagles is? What? 83.9%. Still? Man. Yes. Yeah. So Cody they must have got, got two turnovers or something. Houston is looking mean against the fecals right now. Marcus has 27-24. Sly with a last-second free throw to win the game. Man. All right. 27-24, Marcus. I want to blow him out, man. Honestly, I wish I hope that happens. I hope we win like 80. Aaron. Aaron Scher has 26-20 Vikings. That's fair. I'm going 24-20 Minnesota myself. That's what I'm rolling with. 24-20. I hate to roll with it, but I think they do cover, and I think they hit the over. Um, yeah. You Cam says 24-17 Vikings. Okay. We're all we're all pretty much in the same boat. Yeah, except that. That thing's going to be a two-score two loss. Look, uh, dog. <clears throat> I think I think we'll I think we'll make a run and it'll be close, and then it'll just get out of hand like a big player happen. Wild Goose will get a penalty to get the ball in the field goal range or get the ball in the red zone for them. Like I just can feel like this is one of the games where we just hold the receivers too many times or some dumb shit just takes the top off of it. Well, Cody's saying twenty four twenty one comms He's oh yeah, stick with it stick with it cody all right cody stick with it stick you might with get it. the infamous uh love cone from uh <laughs> from, from steve yeah uh marcus you says know, hey dev by the way luva basketball got off with the NCAA yeah, and they want to make i know everybody was mad like they got they said they got a week uh i mean the fbi said nothing happened bro what do you want what do you want yeah. well let's just recap Dev says 27-14 Minnesota. Phil says 26-24 Minnesota. I got 24-20 Minnesota. Marcus has 27-24 Washington. By the way, hold on while we're on Marcus. By the way, Marcus. That makes me more mad because that means Patino held us out of the uh, NCAA tournament for no reason because it was his call. 
So he held us out of the tournament for no reason a year. We could have probably won it. That pisses me off even more, by the way. You want to hear an interesting stat line? Stat. Davis the Giraffe Mills. Eight of nine for 90 yards and two touchdowns. Bang. Does Hurts have any turnovers? Hurts has no turnovers. Um, Pierce, uh, running back for Texans, has 13 carries for 88 yards in the first half. They yeah, got him on two teams. Let's go. So they get they they found something. They found something with the run now. Now Philly's trying to throw the ball. Philly's trying you know, thirty six seconds. They get they got the ball with uh, thirty seven seconds left in the half. Run right, run right for eight yards. Pass right for three yards. Call timeout both of those plays. I think they have one timeout left, and then they just hit Dallas Goddard for twenty one. So uh, they're now in. Uh, they are now in uh, um, 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 what's the range? They're in, they're in Phil- they're in Texan territory already. Okay, crazy. Yeah. This half might this half might not uh, uh, end in a. Uh... Oh wait, called their last timeout. Three seconds left at the Houston thirty-seven. I think they're going for a long field goal. Well, while we're waiting for the the, the Philly and, and Houston, game, it's there, just so. interesting that no, you know why I find it interesting. Well, it's look Houston. at them go look at them on the t- their own 25, 37 seconds left in the half. They're trying to score. Not run the ball, not do a, a draw, and then wait 40 seconds and then call timeout. Like we do. <laughs> That's yeah. what we do. That's what we do. All right, <laughs> we gotta talk draw. about it. Dan Snyder. If you remember Jim Ursay, our former Glock Dookie Award winner. Let's 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 not forget Jim Ursay won the last Glock Dookie Award. Yes, he did. But he came out, made those comments about, you know, made the comments about and made the comments about, I think there's, you know, merit to potentially uh, removing. Hey, first of all, when you mentioned Jim Ursay, you got to introduce him correctly. It's Jim Ursay, second of his name. Second of his Lord name. Lord of the realm, king of Indianapolis, blood of the dragon. Winner of the Glock Dookie Award. Keeper of the white mounds of, of powder. <laughs> keeper of pills. Crackiest of cracks. The keeper of whores. That's what he does. The keeper of whores. The Glock Dookie Award for winning. Jim Irsay. That dude's got like 50 teeth in his mouth. Yes. But hey, hey, but I tell you what, if he gets if he gets Snowder out, winner, winner, chicken dinner. I mean, you take it how you can get it. But yeah. you know, well, so so apparently what it is bro. that they do have they do have 24 votes. And the NFL is basically like, look, man, you can hear this one of two ways. Either we go through this process that we don't want to go through, or you sell the team. The easy way, the hard way. So where did yeah. it come out? They said they had twenty four votes. I mean, I, I have I have not looked at all. I, I saw I heard it. They I heard they even even done that yet. It was re- no, no. It's they haven't voted, but that it's just known that they have the, right. They have the votes. Now, that behind the scenes parlaying. Now here's the thing, though. Do you know why they don't want to go to the, the <laughs> they don't want to go to a vote? Because then Dan can call. Um, basically, uh, a a within the league legal proceeding, mm-hmm. right. and he like can pretty years. much bring up any evidence he wants. There is no, 
See, when you go to a court of law, there's certain standards uh, for evidence to be uh, displayed in court. There isn't that in the NFL bylaws when they do this, but it's basically an, a within-the-league legal proceeding. They don't have that. So Dan can bring up – if Dan has dirt on all the other owners, he can bring all of it up in that proceeding. They don't want to do that. But they can still vote him out regardless. But in the yep. process – he can burn everyone's bridge, apparently. So they want to just say, look, you're going to lose the team anyway. Let's do this quietly. Let's do this peacefully. You're going to make your money and then some. Yeah, he's going to make billions. If this goes between four and six, he bought the team for what, 700, 800? Oh, he's going to get between seven and nine, bro. He's going to get between seven and nine easily, bro. He's, and he's I, don't even believe, I don't even believe I don't even believe it's happening. I don't believe none of it. I don't believe none of it until it happens. I'm with you. I'm I'm with you. No, I when the team announces that they're they're that they're using Bank of America to, to they could be they could be they could be like like some some lawyers have said he could just be uh, trying to get minority owners to front uh, to help fund the state. No, no, no. no. Pretty sure that would be I in the like, I feel, I feel like he would. I feel like you, Steve. I feel like he would. You know, Snyder always if something ain't right, he'll put a statement out quick as fuck. So I feel like if it ain't right, he would already say it ain't right. Yeah, you know. But until I see it, man. Maybe this is it. I swear we're gonna have a wizard of us. Ah uh-huh, ha! The witch is dead. The witch is dead. But just remember, when, when Jim Ursay came out with that, they came, the Snyder's came out with a statement saying, "If you see, if you would take a, actually take a look at all the evidence of what we're trying to do, we're trying to get right. You would feel that we're in the right way." And blah blah blah. We're not sell. They they want to sell a team, and we won't. Period. And then all I, of a sudden, now like Wolf of Wall Street, I ain't going. I'm gonna read you what it said. It says the Commanders. Owners Dan and Tanya Snyder said in a statement Wednesday they've hired Bank of America Securities to consider potential transactions, including the potential sale of the franchise. The Snyders remain committed to the team, all of its employees, and its countless fans. That's all you guys, Aaron, Marcus, Yam, Phil, Dev, all you guys, to putting the best product on the field and continuing the work to set the gold standard for workplaces in the NFL. So... They, Forbes reported on Wednesday that Snyder had retained Bank of America securities to explore options, including selling the entire NFL team or a minority stake. So that's where the minority stake's coming in. But I, I agree that I think if they were just doing a minority stake, why they would probably announce that because I read somewhere that some people think it's they're selling a minority stake just to generate cash for the stadium because nobody wants to fund the stadium. But as Phil said um, earlier, they think they might have 24 votes, and it said any potential transaction would have to be presented to the NFL Finance Committee for review and require an affirmative vote by three-quarters of the full membership, 24 for 32 teams. So I, I, I don't know. It's it's out they're, there. They're talking, they're talking about having a parade if they can sell the team, bro. This yeah. is the stupidest shit. Y'all, come on. Let's, can we act like we got some sense? I, really, I, I think, I, like I, I said, I said it though. If they get him out, it's going to be some kind of financial impropriety they found on them. I think that's well. Going to be the thing. Virginia and DC are now have investigations that's financial impropriety, whatever those things are. I don't know what they are, but yeah, I don't either. But I, I was telling my friends, I was like, man, I don't think they'll get him out on any of the harassment or uh, any of the other it's stuff. The like financial things that'll probably going to be it. the financial thing they'll get him in, man. Because yeah. then they Marcus can say something's going on. They said Byron Allen or a group. And a group of Jeff Bezos and JC, uh, Jay Z partnership already in with the bid. You guys saw the Robert Griffin funky tweet. I'm taking 10 fans with me on a ride in a minority stake. 
<laughs> so, Yam says, the same guy who, who less than a year ago was going to drop this bombshell book. book till the team paid him book. off. Now he's got, he's got the junkie sucking his butt. And I ain't gonna lie though, Bezos and Jay Z brought Washington be the most lit franchise in the NFL. I don't know if I can immediately. Immediately, I got. I'm not a, 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 a chocolate city. I may have, I may have used Amazon. Come on, I may have used Amazon maybe five times in my life to buy shit. Yeah, I'm telling right? you right now, man. I don't have any loyalty <laughs> Jeff Bezos. I have <laughs> stories that I wish I could tell, but I would be violating HIPAA uh, s- s- stuff, what? and I would be getting someone in serious trouble. Um, if I announced some of the stuff I just, I've heard about Bezos, uh, hey, I have, forth, I have, I can't, I don't know if I can rock with this guy. Like, I like Byron Allen. I think Byron mm-hmm. Allen would be the right way to go. Um, hopefully, he can put together a better bid. Um, and I and, and I don't know if Jeff Bezos. I mean, the only person people who seem to put Bezos up there is the fans. Like. In People Magazine, and I, just, I don't know what they, I don't know what they would be, I don't know what they would be expecting. Like any, I, I don't know what they would be expecting. It would just be another billionaire dude that doesn't know football. No, they think someone, they're going to get their thirty dollar. Uh, they think they're going to get their thirty dollar <laughs> chicken tenders sent to their, uh, their seat in two days or less. I mean, it probably, it probably would immediately improve fan experience, but I'm not sure, like. Like, what are you expecting as far as the football team on the field differently with Bezos? I, I don't know. I'm just I'm wondering, like, what, he, what I mean, Greg, do Greg says it. I don't know if this would do anything, but Jay-Z might help free agency. I right. Don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. I, think would, I think it would help free agency. I think he would kill merchandising. If they can get some kind of a Rock Nation Nike collab. Rock has been dead for 15 years. So. You don't own Rock no more, bro. But I know Rockwear did, but I'm saying if they can get some kind of because you know it has to be Nike that does anything merchandise wise. If they can get some kind of Jay Z merchandise with Nike, man, yeah. merch will be killing, man. I mean, I guess my question Look what is what it did for the Nets. Why wouldn't you want the fourth richest person in the world, regardless of like whether you love him or hate him? Why would that be a bad thing when if he has the ability to tap into that income stream to do things for the good of the team new facilities new mm-hmm. new training facility we could actually get a new weight room like all the things with dan didn't want to spend money on this guy might spend money on Fuck i mean man. We, i just don't see as a team in the league thing. to say we had a nigga with the spaces owner you know what i'm saying <laughs> that'd be the maybe we have a space practice facility or some shit i know, you don't know. i mean we're, we used to be one of the richest richest franchise in the nfl yet we have high school training facilities it's it's bad you know I mean? would say this. <laughs> you know, I mean, look, if you want to look, everybody says the same two names. They say Bezos, they say Elon Musk, right? Those are the two names everyone says because it's the only two billionaires and they're the two richest men right. in the world, right? Um, I was joking that, you know, in, Musk, in Musk's case, I mean, everybody says, well, he just bought Twitter. Yeah, but let me tell you something. Twitter's not the most profitable franchise right now. Oh. Twitter's been losing money. He bought it as an opportunity to try to turn it into something that makes money. If he wants something that's going to make money more immediately, this team's it. But 
People don't want to support him because for whatever political reasons. I don't know why. Hey, guys, I would love to have Cobra Commander as the owner of Washington. Uh, I personally would prefer Musk over Bezos because for on a personal level, I've heard much better things about Musk than Bezos. Um, personally, though, of all the serious names, Byron Allen's the guy that I would like to see on this team. Um, so hopefully he can get that put out. Right. Greg says in less than five years, the team is screaming, sell the team. I feel like Byron Allen would be cheap. Probably. probably. I'm dying for Jeff to sell the damn Washington Post because that's become an absolute crap hole of a newspaper. I feel like Byron Allen would be cheap, bro. Yeah. Why? He'd be a more frugal owner. I just feel like it. He doesn't seem extravagant enough. Like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. That's not necessarily a. That's not mostly. The, that's not mostly a knock on him, on him as character or anything, because I think that's probably the way to fucking go. But it just doesn't seem he doesn't seem like an NFL owner. Like he don't seem like. Do you know who you know, wants like, to own, Do you know who wants to own an NFL franchise? The problem is it's not yours. He has a very specific franchise he wants to buy, but I would think would be an interesting uh, guy to own a team. The Rock? No, Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary oh v? yeah, Gary V. Yeah, Gary V's dream is to own the Jets. Okay. Is now, he a fan of the Jets? He's a ma- He's a New York dude. He's okay. a massive Jets fan. If you could somehow convince him that, well, maybe you can buy the Commanders. I don't or lead know, a team like... to buy the Commanders because he's he he doesn't have enough to buy it outright himself. Right. But he could lead. He could lead investors. If you can get him and then say, look, and then in. By the time the Jets are for sale, you can sell the Commanders and go buy the Jets. You'll have the money to do it yourself. Yeah. You know, it would be interesting. I like Gary V. I think Gary V for, you know. I do like, now that I think about it, I do like the Byron Allen. I think that would probably be the most uh, conservative and uh, honestly a very good look for NFL to have. You know, I mean, yeah, he'd be the first first NFL Uh, minority. And he'd be the one that's leading the group. Yeah, right. I mean, everybody says, well, Jay-Z, that, 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 you know, Jeff seems to get Jay Z involved to be to counter the whole Byron thing. I don't think Jeff Bezos really I think, cares I if Jay Z's involved. I wonder, Bezos, I don't want to know Bezos would. I just wonder, it's got a lot of shit going on. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of Amazon's a huge company, it's bigger than NFL, honestly. He Where only owns about ten percent of Amazon now, but I think that's still enough to cause an issue. But he owns a fucking SpaceX or whatever. It is. Or I mean, it's a lot Blue of stuff Origin. going on. Jay Z, here's the Jay Z had to. Jay Z had to sell his share of the Nets to start uh, Rock Nation Sports. Right. I wonder if there's anything. I just wonder. It's, I wonder if it'll be a hard way to go. Plus, like I said, he's a. He had a made brokered a deal for the NFL to be broadcast on Amazon Prime, so I wonder if all that just wouldn't make it possible for him. To I do a, think that there's um, going to be some there, there's going to be some some difficulties there. He's something's going to happen. He's going to divest himself. Yeah, he's going to divest himself from from those Amazon. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and, why, would, and, why, and why and why would he do that? You know, what I mean. No. Or, no or divest himself from the TV revenue that comes from Amazon Prime. Maybe I don't know something. No, I, I'm just wondering. Those, like, those, yeah, those billionaire owners find a loophole, anyways, man. He'll get that. It'll go to his. You know what? We all we saying all this stuff. Dan gonna turn around and sell the Tanya for a dollar. 
And it's just a minority uh, ownership is getting. It's, that's why I said I'm not even going to talk it into existence because I don't. I don't think I don't believe in that. By the way, but yeah, I just don't understand how me thinking about it's going to help. I don't know what's going to happen. Can I can I say this though, guys? If you're going to be hope a game on Sunday, don't do the sell the team chance. He's already trying to sell the team. It's a stupid distraction. All right, yeah, and already, me, yeah. it's insulting to the players on the field. You're supposed to be cheering them, right? Yeah. All right. Obviously, the sell the team chance from before must have worked because he's now going to sell the team. So let business be business. When you're at the game, be a fan. Unless we're getting blown Cheer out, we the, the fuck out of them. <laughs> if we're getting blown out, say this shit loud as you can, though. We getting blown yeah, out. if we're losing Whoa. 40 to nothing, then you can do it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, said <laughs> Kyle from Burgundy Zone was saying that he was thinking – uh, the Marriott's hotel people apparently they have to want to give them the sports. That's my thing. There's probably some billionaire CEO yeah, well, we're not even bed. thinking of. Yeah, that no one even is thinking of right now. Remember, remember, it, 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 I had to go back into my, my way back here. Snyder's name didn't come up until till the very end. What's up, Ryan? Thanks for joining. He swooped in with that with that bid. It was going to be Ted Lerner. Is, had, Ted Lerner. Ted Lerner had just outbid Vince McMahon. Yeah. Right? Way, it tells you how close. That tells you how close we were to Vince McMahon owning this franchise. Yeah, right. There would have never been an XFL because nah, he won. No right? Bomber. Because McMahon almost bought the almost, McMahon almost bought the Redskins. He didn't almost bought the Vikings after that. I uh, guess my question is, how does it work? Does Dan get to decide who he sells to? Does the NFL yeah, I think have so. to approve who he sells to? Like who? Both. Okay, so Dan says, I want to sell to Phil. And then the NFL says, okay, do we approve of Dan selling to Phil? Is that Definitely how it works? That's how it works, yeah. Yes. So, so, so that's, that's, why, that's why I say, think it will be Byron Allen. That's why it's I think just it will like, be. It's just like whenever you go – it, whenever you have a large merger between corporations, the SEC and yes, they have a Federal say. Trade Commission, they all get involved and approve it. Yeah, I think I think so I think basically, Dan can just take the highest bidder. He can take the well, lowest. Here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. What would make Dan look the best doing? Does he want to save his legacy? Sell Byron it to Joe Gibbs. Sell to Byron Allen. Byron Allen or, then, or sell to someone because he'll be the first black team. He'll be the best. Joe Gibbs he'll be, racing. He'll be, the, he'll be the first black owner in the NFL. That's yeah. a positive, man. That's a good look yeah. for Bill oh, and explain himself doing it. And he also has right now the number one diverse front office since American sports, honestly. He does. At this point. So that would be a very good look for him. But here's the thing. What do you say? Well, I'll sell it to Byron Allen for $7 million, $7 billion, right? And he says, cool, I'll take it. And then Bezos comes in. Ah, I got nine. You know, like when he talks, he, he he's gonna he could outbid him. Who's gonna outbid Bezos, man? Right now, that's what I'm saying. That's that, I don't know. Nobody. Aaron says yeah. Ted Leonsis, and I I said the same thing too. But I think he's right now jockeying for position to buy the Nats when the learners officially put the team on the market. Uh, but if he wants to own a football team, now's the opportunity. I don't think he's flush with yeah, cash. He like got that. that money. Yeah, yeah he had to put a group together. Yam says, I think yeah. selling team came down to Dan not being able to get a stadium deal done and everyone pulling out. 
He knows he couldn't. Joe Gibb doesn't have the money y'all think he does, by the way. He doesn't. But that's why I, I said would, if he, I, I think, if he I think got a group too, together. Yeah. He would have to, now here's the thing. Gibbs would, Gibbs would have to sell Joe Gibbs Racing. Joe Gibbs Racing is worth $230 million. Yeah. Gibbs himself really? is worth about 60 So you have to How liquidate is- everything. He has to get still wouldn't even be putting a dent in that. Might get Hendrick Motorsports to do it. Hendrick's <laughs> worth over a billion. So right. that that. By the yeah. way, I bet that the, the Hendrick's the lead the head guy like twice. He's cool as hell. His Rick? wife is awesome. I, I've heard yeah. a lot of amazing. I've met, I've met them Hendrick. twice in person, man. We were recently, like last month. Nice people. They come get a Corvette every time they release a new one. They get the first two. Nicest people yeah. ever, by the way. Yep. Yem says spending seven hundred million ninety nine and walk away with five point eight Billy. Hey, he's still winning. Doesn't matter. He wins in the end. Legacy, no legacy. If I walk away to five to eight billion dollars, you can say whatever you want about me. I don't care. For five to eight billion, he will, he will go to his horse farms in in uh, Clark County, and you'll never yep. hear from him again. He'll have his house on the Potomac. All right, yeah. Probably by the Knicks. My luck. And I, Yam's right. I think Ted is buying the Nats before even he would even think about watching. It's just that he already owns the Wizards. He already owns the Caps, and the Nats are just much more closer to the DC sports scene than, than Washington is. They they didn't conform. I, when we did the rebrand, nobody liked it. I was probably the only person in the fan base who said, "Let's just change the colors to the Wizards and Capitals, red, white, and blue." I know everyone's against it, but I was like, "Fuck it!" I, I, hey, 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 why not? I, that was part of my whole concept. Yeah. Oh, freedom, uh, the freedom. Colors. Yeah, Phil had freedom. Or no, I don't want that. that. I don't want that shit. Star Spangled the shit. You call ourselves America's team. I was Star all about Spangled that. Star Spangled the shit. Star Spangled you can the shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that. You know, it, like you said, Deb, it's hard to. We have no control over this. We don't know how right. it's going to go. We don't know what's going to happen. Man, I'm telling you, if it's up to so, Dan, I think it could be your boy. It makes which boy. It, it makes which boy. Your boy, uh, we were just talking about. I got so Byron. many of them. Byron Allen. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, it would be a great look. I think you would be a responsible owner, which you know Washington obviously hasn't had. Um, I think, but I think the NFL might look for the splash, man. The splash, splash is Amazon Prime, bro. Yeah, well, that's and the money Z. ticket to right, the rest and of that's the a NFL. lot more money, and and that's that's probably a little better. A bigger, maybe not better, but bigger fan experience because you know he, you know he can afford a stadium. You know it's, he can afford stadium. Turning into the, it's it. turning into game. It's gonna be a Game of Thrones here, real quick. It's right. gonna get cutthroat. It's gonna right. get crazy. Renair's Targaryen. <laughs> Who's versus, gonna ride it on their versus, dragon versus and, and blow shit up? Uh, Bezos on a big ass regular. Well, you, you want that? Then you Ray go with uh, Elon Musk. Yeah, he'll just come and fuck everything up. Elon, Elon's Damon. Elon's gonna come in. We're gonna take command in in, in Tesla Cybertruck tanks. Elon Elon's right. David, man, but Bezos is more like you know, a or Elon, the big ass well, dragon. The stadium would be one hundred. Well, we're, actually, the stadium is already one hundred percent solar on game days, if I'm not mistaken. All the power generated from the panels in the silver lot, I think, power the stadium. I think. Really? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The whole solar lot. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Now, if there was a dome, it wouldn't work because all, all the heating and cooling indoor. You, but now you it's just the entire roof into a solar panel. Yeah, yeah. That would be hot. But, hey, we went a little long tonight. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We had Greg, Marcus, Yam, Cody, Aaron, Joe Bernard, and Ryan jumped in at the last second. And Marcus Edlin. Man, hey, we're eight. We're it's week. We just finished week eight, going to week nine. We're back to 500. Five, honey. 
we got a chance to be five and four this weekend when the when the Vikings come to town. Phil and I will be at the game. We will be there screaming loud and proud for our commanders. And it's the blackout game. So I'll wear, wear my black W, my black W shirt, cheering in the stands. It'll be fun. We'll be up in uh, section 306. I will be wearing my black skin. There you go. Tailgating the red zone lot once again. Uh, so if you're out there, hit us up on social media, man. You're always welcome to swing by. I'll have my kids with me, but you know, we'll still, we'll still kick it. Got a bunch of food, got a bunch of drinks. We'll have a good time. Uh, any shout outs fellas before we, we close it down. Go ahead, Phil. Uh, shout out to the dude who, um, wanted to come at me over. Oh, what a uh, loser, man. What a freaking loser. I got it. I saw that, man. I, I saw it when I was driving. I was going to jump in on that, man. <laughs> the troll, it's a troll, man. I know. You see, the district saw my response. Like, y'all want to see a dead body? What a troll! Yeah, that guy. Oh, that dude, man. And now he just challenged me because you showed me where he bet Andy Burroughs ten grand we'd lose a game that we won, and hadn't said a word since. And I was like, I'll bet you ten grand you can't run a mile. Yeah, I know. Jokes on you, buddy. I before I, before I hurt my back and my foot, I was running a mile. And we'll was give that we'll give year. that guy the Glock Dookie Award next week if we don't if we don't have anyone else. His here. name his name on Twitter is Pooh Fingers. I gonna give him a Glock Dookie. <laughs> <laughs> I bet everybody. I bet it's gonna be pretty easy to find a few uh, candidates for Glock Dookie Award after this yeah. Sunday. I, I promise it's gonna be a few candidates. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm sure. but, but my shout out is uh shout out to Ray Guy Man uh, died seventy two years old, the That's greatest punter. Of all yeah. time, next to Tressway. No, <laughs> but uh, hey, he got special team NFL special teams player of the week, man. NFC player, special player, uh, special oh, the month, really. Congratulations, oh, the month. Okay, man. but, but again, special uh, player of the month. Shout out to but, Ray yeah. Guy, man. Yeah, shout uh, out to Ray Guy. Ray Guy revolutionized the idea of punting as being a, a, an essential part of the game, uh, and and switching field positions. One of the biggest right. reasons why the Oakland Raiders defense was so good is that Ray Guy could punt pin guys back. He had that right. kind of a leg. Yeah, he, uh, well, a, I think it was the first, if not the only, punter in the Hall of Fame. Right? Is Mosley in? No, Mosley's not in the Hall of Fame. There's only one kicker in the Hall of Fame right now. Yeah, Ray Guy, right? No, Ray Guy's the only punter. Kicker, kicker, like punter. Few, like place kicker. Punter, who's a, who's kicker. A, is he the only punter, Ray Guy? I'm trying to. Who would it be? John Stenerud of the Chiefs. Vinatieri, Vinatieri, is he in? Adam Vinatieri. Adam could has a logic. Who? Uh, Morton Anderson was a good one. Matt Prater, Jason Eagle. We're going to count Sammy Ball. We're going to count Sammy Ball. He's one of ours. He counts as us. He's a punter. Sammy Ball was a punter, but he was a quarterback, too. And he's in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he counts as a redskin. I don't know about a punter, but he was a punter. I mean, he was was an all-world punter, too, but he went in as a quarterback primarily. Um, But, yeah, the – Mark Mosley's not in the Hall of Fame, but his kicking shoe is. I nice. saw it for the MVP. Uh, just because of the fact that he was the last straight-ahead kicker. Oh yeah, Hublo. Hublo. Who's well, the, who's the kicker that's in the Hall of Fame? You never said, did you? Jan Stenerud. Chiefs. Oh, oh yeah. Chiefs. Get that ball articulated up the field team, right? Yep. Yep. Hey, well, thanks for everyone for tuning in. Uh, Phil and I will be at the game. We'll still have a live thread going in the Addicts group. Uh, so if you're over there, check it out. Uh, and then we'll be back Monday night 
for the recap of this game. So we'll see what happens. Uh, as always, we appreciate you guys listening, man. We we really, really like it. Go hit that like button on YouTube if you haven't if you're watching today, but go back and hit it on YouTube. And listen, I'm gonna tell you right now, this is a great audio podcast. I love listening to this this podcast back on audio. It's fantastic. Uh, hit that link tree and you can get the podcast on any of your major podcast platforms. Odyssey, Apple, fantastic. Go go check it out, man. It's it's great. Listen, I I I laugh my ass off mostly at stuff Dev says, but that's that gets me through my my commute all the time. So, um, hey, we appreciate it. We love you guys as always. Peace and hail. So. Yeah.